Hey everyone, welcome back to Crush Your Day. I'm your host, Jamie Langham, and this is the podcast where we're going to dive deep into our thoughts. We are going to gain some more confidence, which is exactly what today's podcast is about. And, you know, we're just going to examine our thoughts, understand what we're thinking and how it affects our lives and really just recognizing some of the crap that we tell ourselves and figuring out how to live our best life. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. I heard something on my workout today um, that was interesting and it really made me go, hmm. And I probably could do like a whole podcast on that. But basically she said, life is short but it's not. It's also long. So the way I took that was, yeah, life is short. So we got to do the thing and we got to live our best life. But what she was also saying was life is long when you're not living your best life and you're miserable and you know, you're not happy and you want to do the thing, but you're not doing it. And you're living in that, what I call purgatory, you're just living in that unknown. Should I, shouldn't I? And so that really rang true for me today. When she said that, I'm like, Oh, that's really good. That is really good. But we'll, we'll talk on that subject at another time today. I want to talk about confidence. And I ran across this article of 10 signs of a person without confidence. And some of them I think are going to shock you because really we kind of think, well, uh, the person is too afraid to walk up to someone and say hello. That means she doesn't have a lot of confidence. I mean, those are kind of obvious things. Um, you know, but these are like little hidden things that are telltale signs that maybe our self-esteem is low, maybe our confidence is low, and we need to kind of focus on that area because where we focus, what ladies in Unision, where we focus, energy goes. And <laughs> this is, you know, what we focus on is what we get. So just bringing this to the forefront, and I really want you to think of any of these uh, like relate to you if maybe you do them not all the time, maybe not in every area of your life, but maybe in some areas of your life. So number one, being a workaholic. This one kind of hit home to me because I'm like, gosh, Jamie, you are a workaholic. <laughs> you, you like, you think that you constantly have to be working. And for me, I have like, Um, how do I want to say I have tagged or I have put my self worth on how much I achieve like uh, success to me um, used to only be like what I was achieving in like the business world and in like my my career and now I have a completely different like look at success, but 
Um, I was a workaholic for a long time. And I, if I took a minute to sit down on the couch, I mean, I thought I was just a sloth, like only lazy people sit down and rest. (laughs) I don't think that anymore. So if you sit down on the couch and rest, good for you. Um, I, I wish I would have started doing it sooner. Overachieving or underachieving. So the underachieving is obvious, right? Because you're too scared to do the thing. You are like holding yourself back because you're not, you don't have the confidence. You don't have the belief in yourself to actually go for your want, for what you want. But the overachieving, that's, that's where, that's that sneaky little one where, why are you overachieving? Are you overachieving because you don't think that anybody is going to like you unless you're like super, uber successful. If you aren't everybody's everything, are they going to not like you? If you aren't the mom who volunteers for every single thing, are you worried that they're going to think you're a bad mom? If you volunteer for action, absolutely everything under the sun to where you're driving yourself into the ground because you don't even have a time to breathe, but yet you volunteered to have Betty Sue's baby shower because you want to make sure everybody likes you, that's overachieving. And that isn't like true self-confidence. If you're confident in yourself, you don't have to people please. You don't have to uh, be everything for everyone. And I know some of you are saying, yeah, but I love being everything from everyone for everyone. I agree. I do too. I want to be the light. I want to be the person who does stuff for people, but not at my own expense. There's the difference. Life is about balance. There's always, you know, there's, there's too much and then there's too little. So if you're just doing it, because you're worried that you're not going to be the cool kid on the block anymore if you aren't the person that acts, picks up the, the bill every time. You do all the things. Then that is overachieving for the wrong reasons. That is a low self-esteem. That is lack of confidence because you feel that that's what you need to do for people to like you. Um, unable to leave the house without makeup. Whoo, buddy. So this was me probably 20 years ago. I would not now, I I don't wear a ton of makeup now, but when we're saying I'm looking at this like made up, not necessarily makeup, but made up. My clothes were always, and I mean always to the nines. I had the best clothes I had. I didn't wear, I didn't repeat a lot of my outfits. Um, My clothes and my look was the most important thing to me. I needed to make sure that I was always dialed in because I was so ashamed of my body. I was 60 pounds overweight. I was worried that people would talk about how fat I was, how much weight I had gained, how I had, and I'm using air quotes, let myself go. This is a true thing. I had zero confidence in my body. I had zero confidence in myself because I was so worried what 
everyone else was going to be saying about me. You know, I would walk into a ball game and be thinking, oh my gosh. I mean, I my butt, I hope it's not jiggling. I hope they're not noticing how fat it is. Oh my gosh, I've gained I've gained so much weight. I hope that no one is noticing me. I hopefully like this outfit that I have to get have on. Everybody's noticing how cute it is and not the fact that it's a size 14. Literally, guys, these are the thoughts that would go through my head. That is not self-confidence. Not at all. And after I lost my weight, now, I do wish that I would have got this confidence before I lost my weight. I really do, but I didn't. But that's okay because I gained 30 of it back and I still had it. So we'll, we'll talk about that too. But I stopped worrying about what everyone thought. I stopped worrying about having to have like the best outfit on the best. Now I will go to Dollar General in sweats and a t-shirt, sweats and a sweatshirt. My hair pulled up in a, in a clip, no makeup or at best makeup from the day before. That my friends is self-confidence knowing that You have the confidence to enter the room and be okay that people aren't going to, uh, or not worry that people are going to talk about you and say, oh my God, did you see her? She was a train wreck. She has let herself go. No, I haven't. I haven't let myself go. I just needed some milk and I needed to run up to the store for 10 minutes and I wasn't going to spend an hour getting ready Because your opinion that I let myself go does not matter to me because I know the truth. I know I haven't let myself go. I just need a milk. It's just that simple. And at the end of the day, I think we really think that everybody thinks about us a whole lot more than they do. (laughs) Like we're all kind of narcissist in our own right with that. You know, we're, I was so worried everybody was looking at me at the ball game thinking I had a jiggly butt when nobody was looking at the ball game. Nobody thought two craps about me and that's okay. Checking your phone while alone in social situations. So this is, um, this is a nervous habit, I would say. Like you're alone and you just, you need some validation. You need to be doing something. You need to look like you're doing something because you don't want anyone to think that no one wants to talk to you. So you need to look preoccupied. You need to look busy. Just constantly checking your phone when you're in a social situation. Guys, look up, look around. Like I'm always the sober one in the room at a party and it's great. Like, I'm telling you, it is entertainment in itself when you're the only sober one at the party. <laughs> it is it is fun to watch everybody. I literally get just a charge out of watching everyone have so much fun. I was just at a golf outing uh, this weekend, and there was a lot of alcohol flowing. There was a lot of it flowing, and a lot of people were partaking, and they were having a great time. And it was so much fun to watch them kind of... Uh, I don't know, cut loose, joke, whatever. So I I can find entertainment. Uh, (laughs) I can entertain myself, um, even in those situations. Being indecisive in the midst of simple decisions. So when we are, this one, overthinkers, right? We 
it man, lack of confidence manifests a way when we can't make a decision because you're so worried that you're going to make the wrong decision. True confidence is okay. I might make the wrong decision, but I'll learn. I'll learn something from it. You know, and I, you guys have heard me, if you've listened to my podcast for a while, you've heard me say, I don't make bad decisions. I don't make bad decisions. I might make decisions that I realize I don't want to do again or, you know, figure out a way I don't want to do something, but I don't make the bad decisions because making a decision in itself is a good decision. Living in that purgatory state where should I, shouldn't I, I don't know. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Oh my gosh. What if I do that? What if I fail? What if I don't do it right? What if, what if people make fun of me? Who cares? I don't see them putting themselves out there. I don't see those people that are making fun of you. That's on their own insecurity. If you're making fun of people, that's your insecurity. If you're talking crap about other people, that's your insecurity coming through. Because you got a twinge of jealousy there that you wish you could put yourself out there. Taking constructive criticism too personal. Guys, this is a big one. When you are not confident in who you are and know what you're about and you know your morals, you know that you are giving your best. When people give you, and I'm talking constructive feedback, okay? When they're giving you constructive feedback, listen. Listen, they're only, they only have your best interest at heart. Well, if it's a person that you trust, they only have your best interest at heart. Listen when they're giving you constructive feedback. It doesn't mean that you're a POS. It doesn't mean that you've failed at life. It doesn't mean that you're never going to be the best speaker in the world because they told you that you say, um, too much. Okay. You say, um, too much. Recognize it. Rectify it. Move on. I say, um, too much. I'm still trying to catch myself. I'll say, um, and I'm like, ugh, I said, um, it's okay. Have the confidence. You know who you are. And when you are living to that standard that you have set for yourself and you're living to that moral code that you have set, know it and know that you're trying to do the right thing. That's confidence. Ooh, here's, I'm going to save that one for last. Number seven. Number eight, uh, backing down during a disagreement to appease another person. Now, this is on the list, so I'm going to talk about it. But sometimes it's not worth the argument. And I think that's where true confidence comes in. Like, I, I know, like if you're arguing over something that, I, I think we did a podcast on knowing, you know, what do I want my outcome to be? What, what do I want the outcome to be? Do I, do I want to have an argument with my husband over putting the, the lid back on the toothpaste? Do I really? And are you picking that argument? Because maybe in a past life, your childhood, maybe your household was in like constant disarray. There was like constant arguing And you got some stuff in your life that you feel out of control with right now. 
But you know, if you pick an argument with your husband, like you can control that situation. That's something that you can control. So you pick it because it's a familiar feeling of arguing and angst and, and loud, at least in your body, good or bad, it feels normal. And you feel in control because once you elevate your husband to the level that like now he's pissed, now you're good. Have you ever done that? Like you have picked and picked and picked until your husband is frustrated and now he's mad and now I'm good. I've done it. I have done that. Now I have enough self-confidence to know that there's just some battles and arguments I'm not even I'm not even willing to to have. I don't need to. Okay, left the toothpaste cap off. Okay. Is it going to change the state of my day? Or am I just picking a stupid argument so that I feel in control? Really think about that one. Overthinking. Do you overthink everything? Do you overanalyze? It kind of goes back to the one of making small decisions, right? Or making decisions. Like, are you overthinking, well, do I get white or wheat bread? I, I don't know. Which one Just which one do you want? Which one feels good today? <laughs> if you really want the white bread, but you think that the wheat bread is healthier, but you really want the white bread, eat the white bread. Should I wear the pink shirt or the red shirt? I don't know. They're in the same family. Pick one. I don't know if I should wear the green shoes or the black shoes. Which one make you which one makes you feel more confident? When you put it on, which one makes you feel more confident? Go with that one. Like don't overthink everything. Betty Sue said that she liked my shirt. Well, did she like my shirt or was she just being sarcastic? I mean, that shirt that I wore was really loud, and that's not normally what Betty Sue likes. So is Betty Sue making fun of me? Is Betty Sue, like, does she really like my shirt? Or is she saying that, like, yeah, I like your shirt? That's overthinking. And that is a lack of confidence. Who cares if Betty Sue likes your shirt? Do you like your shirt? If you like your shirt, you feel like a baller in your shirt, wear the shirt. If the shirt makes you feel good, wear the shirt. Who cares what Betty Sue is saying? Don't overthink it. If your husband says... I like you in that dress. Don't go to, oh, well, he doesn't like it when I wear pants because I have a big butt and my big butt shows up when I wear the pants. So now I got to wear dresses all the time because my husband only likes me in dresses. (laughs) I'm I'm being really, I'm, I'm being exaggerating here, but guys, that's overthinking. Take the compliment, take it and run. Because why? Because you know, you're rocking that dress. And you know what? I bet the reason why he said it, I can almost guarantee the reason why you said it is because you feel confident in that dress. And you know what's, there is nothing more beautiful than a confident woman. Nothing. There is nothing more beautiful than a confident woman. I have a sweatshirt that I got up at the Rooted Shop. Shout out to the Rooted Shop. That says, confidence is beautiful. And I love wearing that sweatshirt because 
It is. There is nothing more gorgeous than a confident woman. And you can, you can pick them out, can't you? You can pick them out. I had, I had a woman at, I was at uh, the Four Seasons. And I don't know if I, I told this or not, but you know, I was feeling, I was feeling pretty good. I had, um, I had gotten some power suits and some, uh, nice dresses for this event. And I had a dress on and I was walking, um, I was walking like to my, to the elevator and this woman, I I kind of, I, I thought she was going the other way and she turned. So we almost basically about bumped into each other and I go, Oh, I'm so sorry. And she goes, Oh, no problem. No problem. I wasn't watching where I was going. And then she did a double take and she said, you are stunning. What an air of confidence about you. You are just stunning. Now, needless to say, this woman absolutely freaking made my day. Um, And, you know, but guys, I'm telling you, nothing is more attractive than confidence. And when you truly step into yourself and who you are and you freaking know it and you know that you got this, it doesn't mean that you're not ever going to fail. It just means that you know you got your own back. And if you do, you're going to be fine. You can pull yourself up, put your big girl panties on, pull your shoulders back, and keep going. That's what it means. The um, second to last is being hard on yourself. You know, that is a sign of lack of confidence because look, we're all hard on ourselves from time to time. I'm hard on myself from time to time. You know, I expect, I expect a lot for myself. I set very high standards. I do. And I set high standards because I know I'm capable. I know I'm capable of doing hard things. I know I'm capable of living my best life. I know I'm capable of being a good mom. I know I'm capable of being a good general manager. I know I am capable of being a great friend. I know I'm capable. So I set high standards for myself. We need to stop beating ourselves up when we don't quite measure up, especially if you're perfectionist. That's a sign of Uh, lack of confidence too, guys. When we think everything, we have to be perfect about everything. I used to be a bad perfectionist. I mean, I'm a recovering one, but we put our worth on being perfect. No one is. It's impossible. And we just keep moving the bar, right? We, I need to, in order to be perfect, I got to do this, this, and this. I do set high standards for myself and that's okay. I just can't speak to myself like an asshole when I don't succeed at all of it because none of us do not all of the time. Sometimes I'm rocking parenthood. Sometimes I'm rocking friendship. Sometimes I'm rocking my career. And then sometimes that means when I'm rocking my career, I kind of, I'm slacking as a mom or I'm slacking as a friend. Right now, I'm trying to juggle it all, and I'm kind of slacking as a friend. But I'm not going to beat myself up. My friends know I love them. They know that I'm doing the best that I can right now, and I got a lot on my plate. And that is confidence. That is when you know that you're doing the best that you can, 
And this is just a season. And the tides are going to change. And then I'll be rocking friendship and parenthood. And maybe my career will be down a little bit. And then I'll need to adjust again. Plant some seeds in a different direction. And harvest those. All right, let's go back to number seven. So this is going to be number 10 for us. And I think this one is, the reason I want to talk about this one is because this is a really quick way to get yourself in a state of confidence. This is a way to, when you're not feeling it, this is a way to get some endorphins and some chemicals rushing through your body. It's a prove it. This is not woohoo. This is actually scientific uh, to, to really flip that feeling and that script in your head that like you're not good enough. Um, all the women in the room are prettier than you. Oh, they all have dresses on and I wore pants. I suck. I'm horrible. I'm just going to hide over here in the corner. Oh, she, uh, she definitely has it together. I could never be her friend because I don't have my shit together. Guys, I promise you she doesn't have her shit together either. It's okay. None of us have it completely together all the time, 100% of the time. Go try to talk to her to make the friend. Do it. I promise you she has some areas of her life that she's insecure about too. For all you know, she's like sitting there with all the same thoughts running through her head. But she did this one thing to make herself feel a little bit better. So if you, a sign of low self-esteem or lack of confidence is slouching. Your body language matters. It matters to the people that you're speaking to and it matters to you. Your physiology, the way that you are standing, sitting, presenting yourself, it matters. It matters to the people you're talking to and it matters to your body because it's what's going to fire off the right chemicals that are going to help you with your confidence, okay? So if you are the person who you are sitting in a meeting and you're like, you're praying that no one calls on you because you know the answer, but oh my gosh, you don't really want to talk about it and you hate public speaking and you, you don't like to be any attention to be drawn to you. Sister, if you know the answer, you better sit up straight. You better pull your shoulders back. You better take a deep breath and you better look like you want to answer that question. So just by changing that state, it is going to give you the endorphins. It's going to give you um, some dopamine. It's going to give you that feeling of confidence. So if you're standing there, and let's say in the morning before you leave, I would love for you all to adopt this. If you stand up straight, pull your shoulders back, put your head up just a little bit, take in a deep breath, that will change your state. That will give you a sense of confidence. When your shoulders are hunched, let's think about an animal. Let's think about a dog. We can all, I I think we can all like picture this. When a dog is scared, what does it do? It like hunkers down. It puts its head down. It like kind of like drops its shoulders and like kind of hunches up into a ball a little bit, right? Well, when we're doing that and we do, that state, that's a scared state. But when a dog is proud, right, he'll lift his head up, he'll pull his shoulders back, like he's, like he's prancing. We're no different. 
You need to stand up straight, put your hands on your hips. They call it the Wonder Woman pose. Stand up straight, put your hands on your hips, pull your shoulders back, take a couple of deep breaths, put that chin up, be loud and proud. You, my dear, can conquer the world. You just need to decide you want to do it. You can do it. It's just a decision. And when you are like literally walking the walk, because I, I, I'm, I can't come up with the right words, but when you pull those shoulders back, I'm telling you, do it right now. Pull your shoulders back. I'm sitting in the car driving. Another episode brought to you in the car. I'm driving and I have my shoulders back and I have my chin up and I have my chest out and I am feeling confident while I'm recording this podcast. If I was driving with my shoulders slumped and my head down and my, like it even changes my, cause I just did it. It even changes the, like the, the projection of my voice. Guys, I'm telling you your posture, the way you carry yourself will change your confidence and it's going to change the way people see you. You know, when you have that, that outfit on that, you know, you just know you got it going on, you know, how many more times do people tell you, you look amazing. It isn't the outfit. I'm telling you, it's not the outfit. It's the way you're wearing it. It's the way you have your shoulders back. It's that look of confidence that you have in yourself that is what is drawing people to you. That energy that you have, that is what is drawing people to you. It isn't the pink shirt, I promise you. Confidence is beautiful. And that is how I'm going to leave you. Guys, no one is going to determine your day but you. So let's go ahead and choose amazing. All right. Until next time, we'll talk soon.